Thank you for listening to our midweek service from Christian Ministry Church. We're praying that this message blesses, encourages, and equips you to build the kingdom of God. And now a message from Pastor Tim Brooks. Well, I want to welcome you to this series that we're in on the names of God. I want to welcome all of you who are joining us on all the social media platforms that we have. We're glad to have you join us as we're looking at the names of God. So far, we've seen Adonai. He's the owner. He's the ruler. We've seen Jireh. He is our provider. We've seen Jehovah Saba. He's our warrior. All translated in our Bible, just God. All of those different names, we just translate as God. You know, the Old Testament in the Bible was written in Hebrew, and Hebrew is a very, very descriptive language. English is just not near as descriptive as the Hebrew language. So when you're translating from Hebrew to English, there are just many words that you'll have to go back and study or you lose all of the meaning behind that. Um, We just translate so many of God's names as just God. So we read it, God, and Whatever that means to you, that just means whatever it means to you. God, I, God. But when you start talking about Adonai, you start talking about Jireh, okay, that takes on a whole different meaning, and that's what this study is all about. As we're learning these Hebrew names, they describe the characteristics of God, and that helps us relate to God in certain situations that we're currently in. In this lesson, we want to look, we want to see, we want to learn about Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. I can't say, throw away all of your electronic devices, everybody just get rid of all of that junk, get rid of your TVs. You know, there are certain religious groups that, that still teach, get rid of all that. You need to get rid of all that, get it out of your home. Get, I, I can't say that when we have literally tens of thousands of people watching us right now learning about God as they're looking at their phone. I I can't say throw away all, get off of that phone, get off that phone, when you can touch the screen and you can have countless translations of the Bible right there that you have access to. Uh, It's just incredible what this technological advancement has allowed us to do to teach the gospel, to teach about God, and to instill God into the fabric of this world. But you just got to know you have to be careful. We're not going to just throw it all, get it all out of your house. Well, hold on. There's a lot. We're changing lives. We're getting letters and emails on a regular basis about how their life has changed since they started watching us, and they live thousands of miles away from here. But you got to know with this 24-7 reporting, uh, it is is tragedy-oriented. It's fear-stimulated. It's emotionally infused to keep you reading, to keep you watching, to keep you, oh, what's happening? Oh, what's happening in that war? What's happening in that mudslide? What's happening in that earthquake? Well, those, that, that, that kind of media keeps you glued, which is what their golden object is. You know, for, for thousands of years, Mankind really didn't know what was happening two miles away from him. Uh, You can handle and deal with all the bad that's happening right outside your tent. 
But, but all the bad that happens worldwide, a constant news alert, constant breaking news, there is never any peace. We're in a, a, a day, a moment in time where there is no peace. There, there's not one second of peace because we are inundated with bad news. There's a shooting, there's a bombing, there's, oh, those hurricane people, we just got to, oh my gosh, oh, those people in that tsunami, oh my gosh, tick fever, oh, someone's sick from terrorism and all the crimes and the racial conflict and the burning and the looting and oh my, what's 2,000 miles away from you, for crying out loud. I mean, now you know, President Biden, now he's trying to put Trump, Trump in prison so he can't run again and I'm a, yeah, we just, you, you just, you jerked up all the time about what's going on. Let me just tell you, bad has always happened. The only thing you should watch is Westerns. I talk to you about that quite often. Back then, nobody knew what was happening a mile from them. They weren't jerked up about a tsunami in Arkansas. It would be a six-month ride on your horse to even go see the ocean. You didn't even know what a tsunami was. So you're not, oh, a threat of tsunami. It ain't coming here. A tsunami's not going to happen today in Arkansas. See, we just didn't know back in the covered wagon horse and buggy days. We didn't know who Putin was attacking. We, we just, we didn't know. We're not constantly connected to earthquakes 4,000 miles from here, not to say they didn't happen. I'm just telling you, in the day, in the time we're living in, there ain't no peace. Are you hearing? You, you, we're just inundated with. I don't, I don't know that the world's any different. Um, Muslim terrorist attacks started with Mohammed. That was a couple of thousand years ago. Bin Laden didn't invent Muslim terrorist attacks. That's been going on for many, many, many years. Now we got him out of the picture. Now all of his disciples going right on. All I know is Hoss Cartwright on the Ponderosa did not know about Afghan training camps. He, here's what I'm telling you. Matt Dillon in Dodge City was not aware of who Russia was invading. We're living in a day in time where if you don't get a hold of what I want to share with you in these next few minutes, there is no peace for you. There is no peace in this world for you. We're in a lifestyle now that, that clearly has produced ease like the world has never known. We're in a lifestyle that's produced comfort like the world can't even fathom the comfort that we are now living in. The abundance that we're living in. It's just amazing, the abundance. I am still overwhelmed going and walking up down the aisles of the grocery store with my wife, looking at the abundance of food that I don't even know what is. And I'll pick this up, I say, what is this and why don't we eat it? We don't eat that, put that back. What is this, it's abundance. There's just no peace. A lot of ease, a lot of abundance. There's just no peace available in the day and time we're living. The divorce rate is just skyrocketing. Well, there, there's always been bad marriages. You, you just didn't slam the door and saying, I'm getting divorced, I'm walking out of here. Because if you did, a bear or a lion would eat you. 
when you were walking to your neighbor's house. I mean, you didn't go anywhere. You, you're, you had a bad husband. He was a jerk. But your option was to go out and be eaten by a lion. So you just stayed there and y'all worked it out. But we've always had difficulties in marriage. This instantly mobile society where in literally of a very small handful of hours, we can be 4,000 miles from here. You can just be gone. We're living in a world of unending drama, uh, like unbelievable drama, our drama, but mostly we're affected by others' drama because we have now access to know their drama because they bless us by posting all of their drama. And so we start out our, to get a cup of coffee. The first thing you do is grab your phone and start reading everybody's drama that happened. And so now you're blessed by not only dealing with your little bit of drama, but you, all of your best friends and all of the drama that they're in, you, you ain't got a chance of having a peaceful morning. Now, let me say, after saying all that, this is a great life we're living this is a great time to be alive. My wife was not cut out for the covered wagon days. She said, there's no makeup mirror in that covered wagon. She, it, this is a great time. We have more money, we have more comfort, we have more entertainment, and we have more time for entertainment. You know, it wasn't but a few hundred years ago, you spent from daylight to dark just feeding your family. Seven days a week, you just worked day and night just to, I mean, you were smoking meat, you were canning your vegetables, you, it, 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 you worked all the time and you didn't take two weeks off, you'd starve. You, we worked all the time just to eat. There's more entertainment because we have more time for entertainment. This lifestyle just doesn't produce any peace. It, you go entertain yourself, and the lines to get into that football arena, the wait, the lines at the concession stand, you're so mad you want to fight, just going to get entertained. I mean, there, there is no peace in this lifestyle. It's a great life we're living, but you're not going to find any peace in it. It's not producing it produces ease, it produces comfort, but it doesn't produce peace. God's name, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. His name today is what we have to know. You have to know Jehovah Shalom. He does not have peace, he is peace. And that's a big difference. He is, in the midst of your doctor's report, he is peace. In the midst of your kids twisting off, he is peace. In the midst of the direction this world is going, Jehovah Shalom, he is peace. When you're jerked up, here's what you know. When you're jerked up, you can know I am not in God right now. I am in my circumstance. Because when you are in Jehovah Shalom, you are in peace. 
whenever you get out of that position with God, then you are in your friend's drama. You are in what's going on on TV. You're jerked up about what's happening across the world from now. When you are in what is going on, then there is no peace for you. But when you are in Jehovah Shalom, you have peace on the inside. Jehovah Shalom introduces himself in Judges 6. He calls Gideon in Judges 6, 12. The angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and tells him, The Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. Now, as usual, and we all do this, you read this and it sounds like just what we do today. God calls us. He lays on our heart to do something, to give something, to say something. Immediately, we got to start telling God why we can't. That's what Gideon does. Gideon tells the angel, oh Lord, how shall I deliver Israel? My family is the least in Manasseh. I'm the youngest of my father's house. See, Gideon is telling the same thing we do. See, I don't have a degree. I don't make that much money. I'm not, see, this won't work because I can't. Immediately, Gideon starts giving God a list of reasons why he can't do what God's just told him to do. And just like us, verse 17, show me a sign. Now, I, I like to read this, it's a great story, because an angel is telling Gideon, and Gideon wants a sign. <laughs> you, you hear God speak to you. I mean, make no mistake, God spoke to you, and he told you to give a certain amount of money to the church. I mean, no question about it. Well, show me a sign. See, God spoke to you, and he told you to go do this, or to go, the, well, I need a sign before I jump up. God just spoke in your heart. You didn't come up with that. You know that you know God led you to do this, and Gideon's first thing, talking to the angel, well, I need a sign. So Gideon gets some meat and some bread and some broth, and he makes a stew, and he sets it in front of the angel. Verse 21, the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff. He touched the meat and the bread. Fire sprang from the rock, consumed the meat and bread. Then the angel left. When Gideon saw it was the angel of the Lord, he said, oh Lord, now I have seen an angel face to face. The Lord said, now get this, peace to you. Do not fear, you shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar and named it Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. Some of your translations say Yahweh, which is the same word as Jehovah. We've already been talking about this. What we see here in this study of judge, in this section of Judges, is Gideon experienced Jehovah Shalom. When he experienced the presence of God, he experienced Jehovah Shalom. When you are, are experience the presence of God, you experience peace all over you. The Bible says it's the peace that passes all understanding. Your heart is flooded with peace. See, Gideon found peace knowing God was with him. We use the word peace often today. You, you, you hear it used all the time. And, and peace is not a ceasefire in war. Peace is not a truce or an agreement to stop fighting. Uh, well, you can stop fighting and still be in a cold war. There's a war still raging on the inside. That's, that's not peace. Peace is bigger 
and deeper than just not shooting at each other. It, 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 there can be a calm at the moment, but there is no peace. The word shalom, get this, means wholeness. The word shalom means completeness. The word shalom means well-being. Shalom means having things properly aligned. Shalom means harmony and balance. Shalom is much more than happiness. Always know the word happiness comes from what just happened. And what just happened determines your happiness, then you're in trouble because your happiness is always dependent on what just happened. And a lot of times what just happened don't suit you. Peace is not tied to what just happened. You, you got to understand, peace is not tied to the circumstances surrounding your life at the moment. Peace is a well-being in your soul regardless of the circumstances that surround you. A person who is in peace is stable. A person who is in peace is calm. A person who is in peace is orderly. A person who is in peace is at rest. And when you see a person not calm, not orderly, jerked up, then you can know they are not in peace. And one of my favorite paintings, and it's been made a picture now, and it's in, I don't know, every Bible bookstore you want to go in. It's, it's pretty much in any place that you go to buy big paintings to hang on your wall. I'm sure everybody in here has seen it. But, but it's, a, it's a painting of a horrible storm. Black sky, lightning. This artist is amazing. Lightning flashing all over. The, the waves down below are crashing violently on the shore. Trees are bent over. This artist on, on this painting, now a picture, captures fear. Captures a raging storm. And in the center of the picture... The cleft of the rocks, of this big cliff, y'all seen this, is a bird cozy back in the rocks, asleep, sitting on its nest. And the title of this is Peace. Peace. The title of that, and I, every time I see that, I got to walk over and just stare. A horrific storm all around, and a bird is back in the cleft of the rock, sitting on his nest, peace peace this out here is not affecting me I, I love that picture because it is such a painting of Jehovah Shalom see peace doesn't mean being calm when everything is calm around you peace is when all around you is unrest storms danger fear unknown when all that is around you inside you're experiencing a great calm that is peace john chapter 16 verse 33 jesus said these things have i spoken to you so that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take courage i've overcome the world 
Oh, I've read the end of the story, by the way. God wins. And, and we forget that often. C clearly, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have tough times. You're, you're going to have... That's all a normal part of life. But John 16 identifies two and only two places you can be. You can be, as Jesus said, in me, or you can be in the world. What is in you today? What's in you? Is Jehovah Shalom in you, or is the world in you? What is in you right now? Is all that's happening in your day in you? Is what happened at work today in you? Is the conflict that you just had at work, is that still in you? You and a co-worker had a real run-in, and that's just on the inside. What's on the inside of you? Jehovah Shalom wants to be on the inside of you, regardless of what's happening on the outside. Don't let yourself be all jerked up about all this craziness going on. Church, it's not going to last. What's happening right now, you don't have to worry. It's not going to last. It can't last because it won't work. This is not going to work. It won't work. Life does not work. Life does not work. You have to make a change. Peace is not the result of 98 genders. That, that's not the result. Peace is not produced by fluid identity. Fluid identity keeps you jerked up all the time. You're always trying to figure out who you are. Fluid identity does not produce peace. When you understand an X and a Y chromosome or two X chromosomes, you easily identify yourself. This is who God made me. I'm going to serve and follow him. Peace comes. Peace comes in your life. There is no peace in the direction we're going, and it can't last because it won't work. Jesus tells us what the angel told Gideon. Peace is not defined by our circumstances. It's one thing for the world around you to be falling apart. It's another thing for you to be falling apart with it. I'm not falling apart with this world. I'm, I'm not falling apart with what's happening right now. I can't control the world around me. I can't control other people. I can't control decisions they're making. I can't control the direction they're going, but I can control my own thoughts. I can take my thoughts captive. I can experience Jehovah Shalom and I can walk in peace regardless of the decisions that other people are making. How do you do that? You have a deep abiding relationship with Jehovah Shalom. Until you personally know and live with Jehovah Shalom, you will be in turmoil because that's what this day in time we're living in is producing. Until you know Jehovah Shalom, there is a churning, there is an unrest trying to find who you are and trying to find your place in this world. You're trying to identify your self-worth in the amount of money that you make. You're trying to identify 
your self-worth by the size of house you have. You're trying to identify and feel good about yourself by, by the, the, the jewelry that you have or the spouse that you someday want to have. See, we're trying to find our identity and who we are in power or in prestige. And then there's a churning on the inside of you trying to figure that out. Where, and, and now, where do I personally stand? on marriage. Here's where the rest of the world, where do I personally stand on gender? Where do I personally stand on the bathroom controversy? Well, I hear what pastor's saying, but I hear what the whole world is saying. Where, okay, where do I stand? See, when you know Jehovah Shalom, when you know Jehovah Shalom, life is settled for you. I'm who he created. I'll do what he's created me to do. And however much money that generates for me, I'll learn to live within that amount of money because I'm going to do what God's called me to do. And there's peace. There's peace that floods your life because you are living in Jehovah Shalom. The bottom line, you're controlled by your situations or by Jehovah Shalom. Is he Lord. Is Jehovah Shalom your Lord or is what's going on in your day right now Lord of your life? Is the conflict that you're facing with a loved one Lord of your life or is he the Lord of your life? See, a life lived by your emotions being in control a life lived by what just happened. A life lived by decisions that other people are making. So when you live in Jehovah Shalom, peace comes from an outside source besides what you're going through. Hebrews tells us he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Psalms tells us he's got us in the palm of his hand. Romans tells us when things go good, It'll be good. When things go bad, he'll use it for your good. You're in good shape if you're following Jehovah Shalom. Matthew eleven twenty eight twenty nine. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke on you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Isaiah 9, 6 Jesus is the Prince of Peace. John 14, 27, he has left his peace with us. In the middle of all that you're going through, you can abide in Jehovah Shalom. Read Judges 6 and 7. Gideon faced unbelievable circumstances in battle. He was far, far outnumbered, and God gave him peace. If you feel like you're outnumbered, if you feel like you're in a battle that you can't win, you got to know there's peace for you. Read Judges. Romans 8, 5, and 6. For those who are according to the flesh set their mind on the things of the flesh. But those who are according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For the mind set on the flesh is death. But the mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. The mindset on the spirit is life and peace. The mindset on the spirit aligns your thoughts with God's point of view. 
and you have God's perspective on your situation. Before we dismiss, I want you to bow your head right where you are. Those who are joining us on social media platforms, let's take just a moment right now. Who, who in the sound of my voice, is in turmoil? You're in turmoil over a doctor's report. You're in turmoil over family issues. You're in turmoil over money issues. You're in turmoil over your job. You're in turmoil over co-workers that things are happening there that's just got you in a knot. You're in a turmoil with your neighbor. What, what's got you jerked up? What is your crisis right now? You need some peace. You may be sitting here right now saying, I need some peace. I just want to let you know, you've allowed yourself to get in your situation. Right now, let's get into Jehovah Shalom. Turn it over. Invite Jehovah Shalom into your heart. Invite Jehovah Shalom into your I invite you. I breathe in your peace, your presence. Right now, turn off your crisis. Turn off your mess. Turn off your stress. Turn off your pressure. And let's set our mind on Jehovah Shalom. He is my peace. God, I can't do anything about the number that I'm facing in battle. I can't do anything about the size of the enemy's battle ranks. I can't do anything about this situation that's got me so jerked up. But right now, I get my peace from you. I get my peace from you. I invite your presence to fill my heart. Fill my heart. Fill my heart. And I walk in peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. and Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.